Hello Westview, welcome back to our other episode of Westview Mental Health. Today we will be talking about peer pressure. agree that we've all dealt with peer pressure once in our life. Uh, How would you guys define peer pressure? It's hard to define it because there are many different ways of peer pressure. Of course, there's the um, typical, oh my god, you should do this because we're all doing it. And then that can be transformed into many things. It can be, I don't know, taking a bunch of classes just to fill a curriculum. It can be doing something that we shouldn't be doing, I don't know, like... Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's it's an ever-changing definition. Yeah. There's a lot of definitions to what it is, I think, because, like, there's so many different forms of peer pressure, and, like, it can be for, you know, anything from ranging from drugs to just, like, you know, classes or school-related things. Yeah. Um... So, like, what, I guess I want to ask, like, what peer pressure did, like, we go through? I feel like definitely drugs is one of, like, the main things. Or doing something, I guess, like, scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like a lot of people like to make, I guess, the most innocent one, the main victim to do peer pressure on, so they don't get in trouble. You know what I mean? So, I feel like... Anything scandalous is, like, one of the biggest amounts of peer pressure. But it's not necessarily, like, always, like, students. It can always be, like, parents or teachers that yeah, don't peer pressure you to do something you don't know if you want to do or not. There's just lots of pressure to just do better than the general public. Like, in some families, it's not acceptable to just be average. You have to do more than that. And, like, and just like even yourself, like the environment around you, like if your friends are high achieving, then you also have to be high achieving. And it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, it's this whole like vicious circle of oh they did this, I must be able to do it too. Oh, someone could handle having I don't know a ton of AP classes and a ton of clubs. If they could, why can't I? And I have to do it. And the whole toxic overachieving environment here at Westview. Um, but like most of that is because of us. I think we shouldn't let ourselves be guided by that um, whole idea. We should try to focus on whatever we actually like doing mm-hmm. and um, and whatever we know is good for ourselves instead of just being like the ship that follows the the horse. Yeah. Yeah. You most see like peer pressure when it comes to like taking like APs and stuff. This one girl told me she was like, I, I took like, I went from zero to four AP classes, like, you know, from freshman Mm -hmm. to sophomore year. I was like, that's, I mean, if you can handle that, like, good on you, you, good job, like, go you, you know, but like, that's also like, that's huge risk to take because like, if you aren't used to doing AP classes Mm -hmm. and then you suddenly go from zero to four, just because like, you know you want to feel like you're, you know, you're doing something and that you're achieving something in school, that's going to take a huge toll on you and like your mental health and stuff. And I don't think mental health is really considered when it comes to like choosing, you know, 
what you want to do in school and stuff. I kind of feel like people do like peer pressure themselves and like how Nicole said, like people want to be overachievers. I think people gain academic validation and that's why they're like, because peer pressure can also come from yourself too. Like mm-hmm. you can like pressure yourself to yes. do better. And it's like, oh, if I do something really hard and challenging, I'll get accepted mm-hmm. by society and I'll feel valued mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of people growing up probably didn't get that from like their family, their friends, their siblings. So they probably use like school mm-hmm. to feel like accepted and like valued. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even in like social media these days, that promotes so much toxic competition. Like I've seen like TikTok or like Instagram, like all posts, like I see people saying like, I did this and this and this to get into Ivy League. And, and then the people in their comment section are like, oh, wow, I'm really not doing anything, which completely devalues or like invalidates their efforts and their hard earned work, which is really not yeah. a good thing. The thing with social media is that uh, most of the time we don't even know if it's true. And then we start pressuring ourselves for something that maybe isn't even true. Maybe this person is saying that they're doing a bunch of stuff and that they got in I don't know how many schools and yeah they're doing great they're gonna be rich and wealthy and healthy in the future and maybe it's just an illusion it's not even true and then we have ourselves um overthinking about it and being like oh my god I have to do it too I have to be able to do that too otherwise I'm not gonna be successful in life yeah like for all you know someone could be saying like yeah I got into like these eight ivy leagues but then it could all be like fabricated and you'd be beating yourself up over it for nothing because, you, you know, you never you don't know if it's true or not. And yeah, yeah you're just giving yourself unwanted stress. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, to all of us being pure efficient, um, how did you guys get through it? Or if you didn't get through it, what what do you guys like wish you could have done? I think mostly what I try doing is focusing. This is going to sound really selfish, but sometimes we just have to focus on ourselves and being like, Okay, what do I really want to do? What do I really want to spend my time on? Is it really worth it to like stress about what someone else is doing or to choose my clubs or activities or classes according to what a college counselor would like? And at the end of the day, it's not. Like you're the one at school, not them. You're the one that's going to benefit or not from whatever you're taking. Mm -hmm. So yeah, trying to like prioritize yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe stepping back and trying to actually look at your situation is important rather than just blindly listening to what your friends say. Like, for example, you need to think about, do I actually have time for these clubs? Do I have time for these classes? And, you know, do I have the mental stability and like the mental abilities for this class? So I think it's really important to um, maybe even distance yourself from your friends at that point if um, they're trying to force you into something that maybe wouldn't be safe for you to do. So, I mean, sometimes I guess we just need um, a reality check, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like Nicole was saying, I don't think you're being selfish. I feel like in life, we tend to prioritize others over ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not being selfish. I feel like in life, you need to sometimes like put yourself first in order to like live and like be stable because 
we're so obsessed with people's like thought of you mm-hmm. to the point that mm-hmm. we don't even like look at ourselves in the mirror and be like this is who i am as a person mm-hmm. we, we're like so self-obsessed over like other people's thoughts because we just want to fit in and it's not our fault it's kind of just how society like put us in so yeah there's definitely a line between like selfishness and like you know looking out for yourself because Mm -hmm. you know you can you can be absolutely selfish with other people when you're not like caring about their issues and you're not supporting them but like there's also if you can you have to just look at yourself and you have to look at your friends and you have to say okay if these if they are pressuring me and if they're pressuring me to do this thing and it's something that's going to benefit me in the future or it's going to like uh give me an advantage in my own like success then i guess you know that's when peer pressure like i guess there isn't really a good peer pressure but that's when peer pressure is like important you know mm-hmm. because yeah. there are these friends who i think they want the best for you and you know they want you to succeed and you also want them to succeed but then there's also like the friends who will you know be telling you to do things and then you'll be like okay this is not gonna like you know further my career or anything mm-hmm. so is there really a need for me to do this and is this really a person that I want to you know have in my life if they aren't you know contributing anything positive yeah, yeah like like Maya said I think it's really important to draw that line and yeah and sometimes just uh, take a step back distance distance ourselves ourselves from others and also I was was told which I think is amazing um, that you have to keep in mind that most of the time the only thing people are thinking about are themselves mm-hmm. so we shouldn't be worrying about whatever someone else is going to think of us of what we do of how much or how or like what we don't achieve because at the end of the day I mean it's not worth it mm-hmm. losing mm-hmm. our mind and stressing out about someone else uh do you guys want to talk about how did peer pressure affect your mental health uh yeah okay so for me i think back in michigan i lived in michigan and we were i was um accepted into this program for middle schoolers where we got um taught by high school teachers and like learned high school subjects and at first i was like really into literature at that time so um i focused more around that and i was taking those classes and the first time I stepped into that class, a lot of the kids were already knowing what they were doing and they were like talking to each other. And that created an atmosphere of pressure for me because I didn't know what I was doing. So during that entire nine months of me being in that program, I was so stressed. Um, and I was in seventh grade too. And it was, yeah, it took a very big toll on my mental health. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not, yeah. It wasn't ideal. It was a horrible time, yeah. <laughs> and you were so young. Yeah, I was I was in, like, middle school. I know it's, like, it doesn't seem that much, like, right now, where we're standing right now as high schoolers. But as a middle schooler, high school was, like, so, like, it was so, like, it was big kids for me. Yeah. You know, it was really, like, I don't know how to word it exactly, yeah. but it was very intimidating. Yeah. So... Yeah. That fear was definitely heightened, like, when the pandemic started. Yeah, because, definitely. Because, you know, we were in eighth grade, and we were, like, 
looking forward to like, you know, graduating middle school and then going into high school. But then like this entire, (laughs) this entire pandemic happened and we were like, are we even going to get like the high school experience, you know? So yeah, it's just. Oh, also speaking of middle school, I know a lot of us were in the SUMA program, which was, you know, honestly, it was terrible for a lot of people. Like, what was it? I haven't heard of it. Um, basically we just take harder level classes. Like Mm -hmm. we're all grouped together in one hall and then we take like high school or sometimes for science, even college level classes. And, um... The homework was really terrible. It was, yeah. it was like, I mean, depending on how fast you work, it was somewhere between like three to five hours every day. Yeah. Oh God! Oh and my a, a lot of people like didn't even consider dropping out because just you know all of their friends were there, mm-hmm. and it's we're we're all in this one hall, so it's like a pretty tight knit community. And I feel like it's just something that would have been so hard to, like, escape from, even though we were all in, like, you know, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Mm -hmm. See, so I didn't know about the SUMA program, and, like, none of my teachers really told me about it. So then, like... (laughs) It's good you're not in there. Because that... That's like where like the gifted burnout like no, really label yeah. comes in because it's just it. so bad. Even if you want to drop it, and people find out you drop it, you'll be like labeled as oh she's like the dumb friend. Yeah, and yeah. you don't want to be known as that. Like she wasn't able to do it. So yeah, she's like with it. she's not mm-hmm. ready for like high school. And how can you be ready for high school or college level classes when you're a middle schooler? Yeah. Like there's a reason why middle school exists because you're like not mature enough it's a transition no but like i was like 11 12 when they're like suma and i was like oh (laughs) learning about like what like algebra like three Mm -hmm. when i was in sixth grade it was like like it was like it was like really hard too but it's also like i only went because like my parents were like do it it's good (laughs) because like i feel like in a lot of like foreign countries and Mm -hmm. like just a lot of people of color in general Mm -hmm. you have to be like better than your cousins in order to be like (laughs) acceptable you need to be Uh like better than like your other cousin you need to be your parents have to be able to brag about you at family dinners like yes you need to be 10 times better or else you don't get this reputation of ideal kid Mm -hmm. because like and if you don't have like the less achievements you have the more dumb your like family will think you are. And yeah. that's so tough on kids. And I actually wanted to ask you guys that did this like weird programs in middle school. If you like now that you look back on it, was it really worth it? Did it change anything? Is it gonna make it did it make it easier for you to like survive high school? Is it gonna change um your college applications? Is it actually gonna do anything for you? I will I kinda saw, like see no point of SUMA because I didn't need to write it in my college applications, but for me, I guess it kind of just like made me take harder classes. I think SUMA just made me more burnt out than yeah. usual. There was so. definitely like since I didn't know about SUMA, my parents, you know, they were like, "Why aren't you in SUMA? Like, why?" You know, everyone was kind of asking me like, "Oh, like you aren't in SUMA," and I was like, "I didn't even know SUMA existed up until like 
I don't know, two minutes ago when I was told that yeah, SUMA is a thing. It's a stupid test. And it's like, it mm-hmm. like determines how smart you are. I remember there was like that um, talented and gifted program I took in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I was like, what, seven, eight? And they're like, oh, you're going to be in the talented and gifted program. And it was just useless BS. This standardized test, do they actually test like your intelligence? Or is it, I mean, I feel like they test your ability to take a test. Because like, it's, it's not even, it's not even about um, how good your logic is or how intelligent you are. It's about knowing how to answer the questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel it loses the point. Okay, so we have a we have a guest. Well, she's a part of our team. Yes. Her name's Kayla. She wasn't here <laughs> in the last oh one. So hi guys. Give it for Kayla. All right. Go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick, and we'll continue our okay. topic. Hi guys, I'm Kayla. I'm a senior. I'm a Libra. My pronouns are she/her. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so let's get back into it. So, Kayla, so since we're talking about how we are talking about peer pressure, how have you been peer pressured in the past? Or if you're still peer pressured, go ahead. Friends-wise? Anything, really. Like, it can be friends, academic-wise, you know, parents, Mm, whatever. My parents, I've always been peer pressured by my parents. That's that's a thing. (laughs) Um, My parents have always wanted... um, me to be in a, be a certain way. It's just I don't think my grades or like whatever I've done has been good enough for what my parents wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that happens a lot. Like a lot of students do fight to make their parents proud, and I just don't think like sometimes you're you can't make someone proud when it starts to like break you down in a way, like. If you go, <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah, talked yeah. about that. Like, oh, sorry. No, no, it's good. Yeah. It's fine. We're just you're just like yeah. making it more specific, which is yeah, perfect. like yeah. There's the, your best is not, you know, your best in your parents' eyes because like you know, a B in my house is is a no. It's like it's a B is a no. To, to like like if you get a B, you will be flipping burgers for the rest of your life. That is. <laughs> Like, oh, a B equals the... you're going to be working at McDonald's. Oh yeah. Gosh. And that affects our mental health, and that, yeah. like, brings a lot of, like, pressure. And the thing is, it's not even true. Yeah, it's, it's not, not even true. A lot of people right, failed yeah. in life mm-hmm. and still became super also, successful. Also, you can get, like, straight A's and still be working at McDonald's. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not going to change You anything. can have a 5.0 GPA or, like, even, like, you can be so overqualified in colleges you'd be, like, Your grades reject. Your grades do you mm-hmm. as yeah. a person. Mm-hmm. They don't. Because that's what a lot of parents fail to realize. And all parents, a lot of teachers, your grades are not what defines you as a person. Mm-hmm. It's who you are. If you're a good person with crappy grades, does not make you a crappy person. Yeah. But if you're a bad person with good grades, that does not make you a good person. <laughs> with being peer pressured, did we ever? Did you guys ever let other people know how you guys felt, or did oh, you yeah. just guys just kept it like quiet? No, I express my feelings. I am a confronter. That's what I have a problem with. See, because if I'm in, like, a toxic situation, I'm, like, always, you know, brushing it off. And Mm -hmm. I'm always, like, oh, I mean, you know, they're my friend. Or they're, like, you know, they're whoever. They wouldn't, like, actually, like, you know, purposely, like, manipulate me and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then, like, later on, I'm, like, oh, well, that that wasn't good. That was 
that was bad. Mm-hmm. That was that should not have been happening, and I should have said something. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's but, it's just hard to recognize the signs when yeah you know it's it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I actually haven't really said anything when I'm being pressured to take like harder classes because sometimes for me it can actually be positive only because I'm like really indecisive and I kind of have Mm -hmm. trouble choosing what classes I want so if you know my friends are like oh you should take this class you know that's really gonna help me but I know for a lot of people it's it's probably very different and um you know taking those harder classes can have like bad results so Mm -hmm. I would say I mean I don't tend to speak up but it's still very important too because you know this is your life you should be able to choose what you want to do what path you want to take that's the problem because you could be a really good student but then you take one like really hard class that you know you want to like use to challenge yourself and it could all just it could all just go down and that's just gonna leave you feeling bad about yourself yeah Mm -hmm. also we should give ourselves some time to you know be people, be teenagers to figure out what we want, what we like, what do we want to do with our lives. Yeah. yeah. Um, with me, my, my dad, guys, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> stop um, I think, I think what happened with me was my dad would always crap on me for my grades. And, but I would always say something back because you're not going to crap on me for my grades when you failed junior year and you had to take my classes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. This but, is like, good. it's true. It's just, like, parents forget that we're human. Yeah. And it's vice versa. Like, yeah. we forget that parents are human as well. But I feel like when it comes to grades, parents expect us to go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And it's just sometimes, like, you're, you just can't do it. Certain classes are too, like, too hard. Okay, so to wrap up our podcast, what advice should we give the listeners? Because one of the advice I wanted to give is it's okay to put yourself first in mm-hmm. a lot of situations. No one has your back the way you have yours. Mm-hmm. So please put yourself first. And if you need help, please talk to someone that you trust because no one's going to pay attention to your mental health the way you do. Mm-hmm. So just yeah. focus on yourself and just get help if you need help. I would say I would say advice like for being in the moment when you're being pressured, you you should be assertive and you should be confident in saying no and you know, make sure that they know that you really don't want to or have to do this and you're not obligated to just because they want you to. And also recognize that a person who really tries to make you do something you really don't want to do or something you don't need to do is someone that you should cut off because they're not again they're not like enriching your life in any way mm-hmm. <laughs> and i would just like again what maya said i think it was really good to take a step back distance yourself and figure things out yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay. always just know that even if you feel like you're not doing good right now things will work out like mm-hmm. you won't be stuck in that ditch forever it's it's a process like there's always going to be ups and downs and yeah 
The thing so. you're stressing out about now won't affect you in like yes. a yeah. year. No, so no. Just, less than a year. It's I, just, I used oh, to okay. think just I used to think that my grades weren't good enough and my GPA wasn't good enough. And I have a pretty average GPA. I will not share it. <laughs> um, I have a pretty average GPA. And, like, compared to everyone in this room, I think it's, like, the lowest. I feel like it probably is. It's fine. Though. It is. It's yeah, but, it's okay. and the, but yeah. the thing is, I've gone into all the colleges I applied for. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Yay! But, like, also, college isn't, like, going to define you. It's just... Your grades don't define you in your future, and like your good is good enough, and I want you guys to know that. Yes. Whoa, that thank so you good. so much thank for listening. You. We'll be back. Yes. Yeah, soon. stay tuned. See you. All right. Yes. Okay. Bye. bye. bye.